Praise Him. Come on, let's exalt Him tonight. He's worthy of praise. We magnify you, Lord, in this place. Amen. If you truly believe that anything can happen. How many of you believe that anything can happen? Amen. You want to run to this altar right now and let the Lord heal your body tonight. Come quickly. The ministry is going to be here. They're going to pray the prayer of faith over you. And the Lord is going to do miracles. We want some first responders, some people of faith to come behind them and pray with them. If any two should agree as touching anything on earth, it shall be done. In the name of Jesus, come on, let's pray together. Father, we curse every sickness. We take authority over every sickness and every disease, every infirmity in this place, God. And we release healing, Lord, in this place. We release healing in this place, oh God. Come on, speak it. Speak it from the pews back there. In the mighty name of Jesus, we release your power, Lord, upon the people of faith tonight. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let it be so. Let it be so. In the name of Jesus, almighty God, you're worthy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why don't you begin to exalt him tonight? With the stripes on his back that makes provision for the healing of our body. Hallelujah. Come on. Exalt him tonight. If you believe it's already done, we praise you. Lord Jesus, let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. In the name of the Lord, are you glad to be in the house of the Lord tonight? We thank the Lord for his goodness and his mercy. Amen. Just turn around to two or three, say, I'm glad to see you. Just turn around a couple of people, tell them, I'm glad to see you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Several very important announcements. If you would listen very, very carefully, I would appreciate that very much. First of all, New Year's Eve service. We don't want you to forget that. It's coming up. I know it's still some time away, but we want you to make plans um, right now to be in our New Year's Eve service. It will be at 7.30 p.m. on New Year's Eve, and it's going to be a very, very powerful night. And then December the 12th, um, Brother James Corbin from India, missionary to India, will be here with us for our Faith Promise weekend. Now, he, he will be with us all day. And um, we'll probably be preaching at one of our 2 p.m. services as well. 
And then that night, that Sunday night of December the 12th, we will be having our faith promise service. And we'll be telling you more about that as time goes on. But this is not pledging for global missions. This is telling the Lord, I hear you. And I have faith to believe that what you've put in my spirit to give over the coming year to global missions, I have faith to believe that you will enable me to give it. And I promise you, I will give it when you enable me. It's not a pledge. It's not a pledge. You're not, you're not looking at your budget and looking at expenses and your savings and all that kind of stuff. You're asking the Lord between now and then, uh, Lord, what would you have me give to global missions? And for those of you that were not at uh, last Sunday night service, uh, I launched an initiative for this church called the Million Dollar Mission. Over the next five years, Greater Faith is going to give over a million dollars to global missions. I was telling a preacher this week, and, and I had already said this from the pulpit, mind you, that I didn't believe it was going to take five years. I actually had been feeling more like three years, and, and I was telling him, and he began to prophesy about the things that were going to splinter off from this, and he said, I won't be shocked if it comes in in three years. And I said, I received that in the name of the Lord. And then at some point, and at some point, Greater Faith will be responsible for giving over a million dollars to missions annually. I believe that is going to happen with all of my heart. And for those of you that have not watched last Sunday nights or Thursday nights, I'm, I'm imploring you, I'm asking you, please go watch last Sunday night and this past Thursday. Thursday, where I talked about the million-dollar mission, and Thursday I talk about components of the million-dollar mission. Um, this is not an easy task. It's going to require commitment and consistency and faith and love and and uh, consecration and and all of these things are the components of the million-dollar mission. But the Lord had spoken to me sometime uh, not this past week, but the week before, and um, it just. Uh, broke me down as these things began to unfold to me and the Lord it was just like the Lord drawing back a curtain for the next phase of greater faith and he said to me he said you you've done pretty well at reaching Jerusalem meaning Louisville you've you've done fair at reaching Judea meaning Indiana Kentucky and he said, you've done okay at reaching Samaria, meaning in the United States of America. That's the progression. But he said, you have not done very well with the uttermost parts of the earth. And we are going to do everything that we can to be obedient unto the Lord. And the Lord is, is going to use this church body to do something magnanimous and powerful in these last days. I just want to be a part of what he's doing in his kingdom. I want to make sure that we're taking personal responsibility. I believe 
I believe that every local church in America and abroad should take personal responsibility for reaching the world. If, if we were the only ones on earth who would get to hear the gospel, and we've got we've to get it out there. And, um, and, of course, we've been praying for a multicultural rev revival. And in that same breath that the Lord spoke that to me about Jerusalem and the uttermost parts of the earth, he said, if you will give to the rest of the world, I will bring the rest of the world to you. And I believe that that's going to happen. I believe it. So uh, December the 12th, Brother and Sister Corbin will be here. Brother and Sister Kevin Arthur, our global missions directors for the state of Indiana. Uh, Brother Arthur grew up a missionary's kid. He has a tremendous burden and heart for missions. He will be with us. And then uh, Bishop Joe Herod texted me and, and said that he and his wife will be here barring some kind of uh, something that may come up. But they are close with Brother and Sister Corbin. It's going to be a very, very powerful night. Now, not in competition with that. Um, understand that the Lord is the one that supplies all this. Everybody just look right up here. I'm, these are not just announcements. I'm, I'm continually trying to instill this in the heart of this church. But we're, you know, North American missions and global missions are not in competition. Uh, but as you know, I am the North American Mission Secretary for the state of Indiana. I started out as a sectional director nine years ago. Tried to step away from it this past year just to give somebody else opportunity. And um, the Lord had other plans. And so whether, whether I'm in that position or not, I have the same heartbeat. Um, but I do feel a sense of responsibility as well. A little heavier uh, because of that. And we have set a goal for our state for 400,000. I believe that we are a half a million dollar district and um, and I believe that we are well over a $100,000 church. Last year you gave $91,000 and some change. Our goal this year is 100, uh, but I am not going to be shocked to see us go north of $120,000. Now I'm going to digress a little bit and say it again. The Lord is the one that supplies this. Do not let the enemy intimidate you into holding back what God would supply to, to help the planting of churches. The NAM is called the uh, revival arm of the United Pentecostal Church by many, uh, not officially, but many by many, because if you don't have churches planting in America, uh, you have less support for global missions around the world. So we take care of home first, and then we reach across the world and so brother Scott Sistrunk our uh, North American missions director from headquarters in St. Louis uh, came up in the same church as uh, the Ladners and my wife they've known him for decades and he is a tremendous man uh, planted six churches up in Michigan uh, Ann Arbor Michigan area he's a church planter he's a pioneer tremendous and uh probably talk more about this i hope he will when he comes but uh actually brother brother nix was the was the visionary and then when brother sistrunk came in the lord used brother sistrunk to actually plant the churches that god had given a vision to brother nix for and so brother nix had a a vision of churches all over that metro 
And Brother Sistrunk was the one that put the legs to it. And uh, he lives, eats, sleeps, and breathes church planting. And I'm excited about him being here on the 21st. That's two day or two uh, Sundays from today. And uh, we will be having our Christmas for Christ commitment service that day. Now, you can go ahead and start giving to that or whatever, but we'll put all the envelopes out uh, the, the Sunday that he's here, that Sunday night, and it's going to be a big weekend. And then, of course, uh, what a word that we heard from the Lord this morning. And tonight, again, my bishop is here. And he will, be, he will be preaching to Louisville Central over in the other building Tuesday night, uh, Hope Wednesday night. He'll be here on Thursday night, and then he'll be right back here next Sunday. And so we have a, a week of tremendous prophetic revival, and, um, and we just have to keep our faith up. And we're, we're headed toward the end of the year, and, and my son sent me a, a graphic for the decals for New Year's and all on that we're going to put on the door and we hadn't even talked about the theme or anything like that but uh the theme is on the bottom of that decal i don't know I, i'm assuming he came up with it um but the theme on there says new year new mission we're on a mission we're on a mission new year new mission and i'm I'm excited about it. Amen. So everybody say tithe and offerings. Amen. The Lord's going to bless you. Don't worry about the gas prices. Don't worry about the threats from the corporations, about mandates and all that kind of stuff. The Lord has this under control. Amen. And, and nothing's going to happen without his permission. And if he allows it to happen, then he's got another avenue for you. He's going to take care of his people. He's going to take care of the givers. Amen. He's going to take care of the tithers and the givers. I believe that. Amen. With your hands lifted for real, I invoke the spirit of Goshen on you. May the blessings of the Lord be upon you. I bless you in the name of the Lord. God bless you as you give tonight.
Suddenly, there came a sound as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. There appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. And it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. What you're a part of didn't start yesterday. It's been happening for 2,000 years. Are you thankful to have the fire? Are you thankful to be a part of Pentecost? Hallelujah. The mind is a very powerful organ in the body. It's a very powerful organ. It limits and it realizes. And it's up to you to determine which one it's going to do. Are you going to expand your thinking? Or are you going to limit what God is doing by your thinking? There, there's things when you've never seen them happen. And somebody tells you that it's possible. We immediately go back to what we've always known and what we've always seen and say, well, I hadn't seen that yet. And I don't know if that is possible. But the Lord, the Lord doesn't need a precedent. I preached that recently. He does not need to have done it before in order to do it now. He doesn't need a model for it in order to do it. When he decides to do it, one that says to the human race God says to the human race I've never done this one before so pay attention to what I'm about to do in their life I don't need a precedent I'm going to do it he's the great originator he's the great creator oh hallelujah he has all power Lord Jesus
Amen. It's like, it's like walking up to a baby, a little six-month-year-old child, and say, I'm going to bless you with a Lamborghini. They can't comprehend it because their mind is immature. It doesn't understand. And so your mind has to mature. Amen. The reason that you didn't get the keys to the Lamborghini when you were six months old is because you had to grow up into it. Some of you still had got the keys, and I understand that. But nobody gets it at six months old. But the Lord sometimes plant, plants a seed inside of us, and we can't, we can't wrap our mind around it. It doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. It just means that there are times when we have to grow up into the realization of what he's not only capable of, but what he will do. And I'm just telling you right now, the Lord is going to do amazing, phenomenal, magnanimous things in your life and in this church, things we've never seen. I have not seen nor ear heard, neither hath entered into the heart of man the things that God hath reserved. I believe God's got some things on reservation for us here tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, if you believe it, praise Him one more time. Amen. Praise God. So, open up your thinking. Grow up in your faith. Matter of fact, everybody do this for a moment. Just stand up on your tiptoes. Say, Lord, it's, it's hard for me to reach out there in faith, but I'm going to get up on my tiptoes tonight. You, the things that you have in store for us are so big. I can't see it right this minute, but I can believe it because I'm going to get up on my tiptoes and re Woo! I believe somebody ought to give up on their tiptoes and their faith tonight. My God, have mercy. Amen. When men like this step in the pulpit, it reminds me of an Elijah or an Elisha or a Samuel, and they're saying things, and, and the rest of the nation is scratching their head. But he's going to find a widow of Zarephath. Jesus said she wasn't the only widow in her day. I'm not the preacher, but I'm sorry. There's something here right now. He said she wasn't the only widow in that day. But she was the one that, that the Lord found. I wonder how many widows or how many people or how many believers are in this building tonight and the Lord is just kind of moving through the crowd right now and saying, I can't bless everybody. I can't bless everybody because everybody doesn't have the faith, but I'm going to find me a widow that'll take that last pot of oil. That's what I'm talking about. And pour it out so I can multiply it. I believe, I believe God is looking for somebody right now to pour it out on tonight. Oh, praise Him. Well, hallelujah. Woo, hallelujah. Now, 
Now that's what I'm talking about. Now the prophet of God's coming. When it leaves his lips, I'm going to catch it. When it comes out of his mouth, I'm going to catch it. It don't matter what it is. I want it. Amen. Clap your hands unto the Lord and give him praise. The bishop's coming right now. He told me to go ahead. (laughs) He's not meaning that in a bad way. I'm telling you there's something in this place right now. He's going to stand right here for just a second. If he needs to, he can sit down. But I'm telling you there's something in this building right now. A few weeks ago, the Lord spoke about doubling incomes in here. And he's already done it with several. He's going to find himself a widow of Zarephath. But I want to wonder, I wonder if you can believe that God can double this church. Do you believe that God can double this church in the name of Jesus? Now we we exploded and now we're back in our little seats. We're all we're all in our little, you know, we gotta be structured and we gotta be organized. But when they came pouring out of the upper room on the day of Pentecost, they accused him of being drunk. I wonder when's the last time somebody got drunk on Jesus and said, you know what, I've had my focus on the problem. I've got to get my focus back on the solution tonight. I've had my prop, I've had my focus on the deficit. I've got to get my focus on the multiplication tonight. Come on, there's something prophetic in this place. And if you'll praise him, somebody needs to break out right now. Whoa! worried about some of y'all back there you're about to miss an opportunity ah, hallelujah come on I'm gonna give you one minute to praise him I'm gonna give you one minute to praise him praise him in the back praise him on the sides Praise him in the middle, praise him in the altar, praise him in the media booth. Thirty seconds. 
I'm going to give you 25 more seconds. The Lord's waiting on some of y'all to get with it. I'm going to give you 20 more seconds. The Lord's waiting on some of y'all to quit being a spectator. I'm going to give you 15 more seconds. Somewhere, somehow, we got to get in the sandals of Abraham. Here's what we do. The preacher preaches everywhere the sole of your foot touches, it's going to be yours. And in 30 days, if it doesn't come to pass, you forget about it. But it didn't, it wasn't Abraham's hundreds of years in the future. It was Abraham's the minute he put his foot on it. Some of you missed it right there. Some of you need to put your foot on it right now. I'm going to put my foot on it right now. I don't have to see it with my natural eyes to know that it's already mine. I'm going to put my foot on it here right now. I'm going to claim it in the name of the Lord. There's no devil that can take it from me. Nobody can strip it away from me. My God gave it to me. I'm the possessor of it. Oh, somebody better take ownership of it right now. Whoa! Come on, put your foot on it. Put your foot on it. Put your foot on it. Oh, At some point, you got to lift your eyes above what you see in the natural. And you got to understand that by faith, faith is the evidence. Faith is the substance. It is the evidence and the substance. How do you know it's yours? Because I have faith. I possess it by faith. I don't have to hold it in my hand to possess it. I possess it by faith right now. Come on, I'm trying to break that unbelief in us right now. The Lord is going to devil this church. He's going to devil everything in your life. Come on. I'm prophesying in the Holy Ghost right now. It will come to pass. Oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Somebody's going to lay hold on it tonight. You can't, you can't get it by looking around. Some of you waiting on something to happen. What is it? What is it? What is it? You want that position? You want the husband of your dreams? You want the wife of your dreams? You got a barren womb? You want a child? 
You want to give 100000 a year to missions? What is it? Put your foot on it. I'm going to stand on it right now. I'm not going to look away. I'm not going to let the enemy distract me from it. I'm not going to let doubt creep up in my mind. I believe it. My heavenly father has given me the title deed to it. And it's mine. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. Come on, put your foot on it. Say it out loud. Declare it in the Holy Ghost. It is mine in the name of Jesus, oh Lord God. Woo! Close your eyes so you don't get distracted. Come on. Lord, I'm praying for a vision to be set in front of the eyes of every Holy Ghost filled believer in this place. Don't look at me. Close your eyes and look in your spirit at him. I command despair to be lifted. I command hopelessness to be lifted. I command depression to be lifted off of you right now. I command unbelief. Some of you still looking around the building. You're going to miss this opportunity. We're not trying. This ain't a pep rally. This is a prophetic moment you're in right now. In the name of the Lord. Come on. I command the spirit of heaviness to be lifted off of you and be replaced by a garment of praise. I command it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ right now. I'm going to praise him. I'm going to praise him from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. I'm going to believe. I'm going to believe it. Come on. Put your foot on that ministry. Put your foot on that gifting. Put your foot on that calling. Oh, I claim it right now. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, there's a widow of Seraphith in this place. There's a Naaman in this place that's about to experience a, a full transformation in your spirit. Oh, in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord. Jesus in your name. Jesus in your name. Hallelujah. Oh, Rebekah. Ah, Rebekah. Candela in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Come on, go into it. Go into it right now. This ain't hype. This is a moment for you to immerse yourself under the anointing, under your prophetic destiny. Immerse yourself right now in the name of the Lord. Let God saturate your mind. In the name of Jesus, I take dominion over small thinking tonight. I release the vision of God upon this church. In the name of Jesus, I tie on the Lobosea. Yeah. 
Karamba Dolabosia Kata Mohoyata Kea Rebe Kea Marabasata Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Come on, the Lord is going to move some things on your behalf. The Lord is going to begin to resituate some things on your behalf. The Lord is going to orchestrate. He's going to pull the strings. He's going to arrange and organize and restructure the things around you in your life to create to create the avenue. He's going to position you. He's putting you in a place to be receptive to it. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, you got to get your faith up. Don't you dare get your eyes on the mess that the spirit of Antichrist is vomiting out upon this world. Get your eyes on the Lord of the kingdom. This is a kingdom. You're a part of his kingdom. You have dominion. You have the right. Hallelujah. Let his word be upon your mouth. Let it be upon your mouth. Let it be upon your lips. Here's what I want you to do right now. The spirit of prophecy is in this place. I want you to open your mouth and begin to prophesy. There were times that the Lord asked the prophet, what do you see? There's times that he wants to know what you see. The Lord knows what he sees, but what do you see? Come on, prophesy. I dare you to prophesy to your backslid children. I dare you to prophesy over your company. Prophesy over your children's future. Come on, open your mouth. Prophesy in the name of the Lord. It don't matter how foolish it sounds to your flesh. It's not foolish to God. Come on, think about it. With your mouth, declare it. With your mouth, speak it. This is not blabbing and grab it. You're being obedient. In the name of Jesus, Hatalabosanda. Kiara Mandela Bosikea Bahaya. Randala Bosikea Tayandola Mohokanda la Masa. Yalamandala Mohokanda la Mesetea. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, speak it. You're not done yet. You're not done yet. I mean, be specific. I don't want you to say, Lord, I want you to do great things. I want you to be specific. And I want you to speak those things that are not as though they, they were. Come on, Ezekiel. Prophesy to the wind. My God have mercy. In the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord, come on, don't stop. Don't stop. I appreciate you praying in tongues, but I want you to prophesy in English. 
If you can't say it, you'll never see it. I'm not preaching to those that are bored with church. I'm preaching to those that are hungry for the supernatural. Right now, in the name of the Lord. While you're prophesying, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to some people in this place. The Holy Ghost told me to speak to some people right now in this place. And tell you it's time for you to let some things go. It's time for you to let bygones be bygones. Some of you are holding back what the Lord wants to do in your life because you're holding on to yesteryear. Come on, it's time to let it go. Is he talking to me? If there's even a doubt that I might not be talking to you, you need to let it go. You need to release it. You need to lift your hands and say, God, right now, I give it to you. Come on. Are you going to trust him with your hurt and trust him with your pain because prophecy is on you right now and you can't have the future until you let go of the past? Well, hallelujah. Come on, somebody. I feel a witness of the Holy Ghost right now. You can't have the future until you let go of the past. Quit letting the enemy hold, cause you to hold on to the hurts of the past and the betrayal of the past. You can't unring that bell. That bell has already been rung. It's time for you to move on from it right now. of the Lord, in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord. Come on. I just feel it like waves in this place. I'm feeling it like waves. Some of you wonder what to do next. If you'll immerse yourself in the Holy Ghost, you'd be shocked at what's going to come up out of you. He said the well that I'm going to give you is it's going to be like living water that's going to spring up into everlasting life. When you tap into that well, things begin to spring up out of you that'll blow your mind. Oh, I feel it right now. I feel the angels of the Lord moving through this building. I feel that visitation of God on your life. Every word that the man of God spoke this morning is gonna to come to pass. 
if the Lord can find the right people to move forward in the name of Jesus. I pray that we don't have to have anybody die off in the wilderness because the Lord can't take us into his promises. In the name of the Lord, 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 in the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. I want you to listen to me for just a moment. The, the flesh, this flesh that you have on your body is such a limitation to everything that God wants to do. And this is the way we treat God in our, in our church services. And I'm not, I'm not giving a rebuke here. I'm giving instruction. We treat God like, okay, I've got, I've got this short burst of energy and, and I'm going to give it everything I got. And when I get to the end of that burst of energy, the Lord is done. But that's not. That, that burst of energy that you give is to break through the wall of the flesh. Paul said, in my weakness, he is strong. That's not sickness. He didn't say in my sickness. He said in my weakness. The whole context of Paul's thorn in the flesh, and I would rather glory in my infirmity, that word infirmity has two meanings. It means sick or weak. It doesn't always mean sick, and it doesn't always mean weak. And if you look in the context of Paul's thorn in the flesh, the context is weakness, not sickness. So when we reach the weakness and the limitation of our flesh, just a little push further takes us into the spirit. This is the rest. This is the refreshing wherewith I will cause the weary to rest. So when you give it that burst of energy and you press through and you get through the limitations of the flesh, that's not when it's over with God. That's when it's beginning with God. You finally get your mind in gear, get it focused. You get everything going in the right direction. And no offense, but then you go sit down. This is, you can't limit God that way. And let me say this. I, I don't need a hand clap here. If you want to, that's fine. But I don't need one. We are going to own River Falls. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. But the children of Israel didn't go into the promised land until everything that could not believe was dead. Be careful how you respond in a time of transition when the Lord is trying to take us over. When the Lord brings us to Kadesh Barnea and you got about 10 spies that are coming back saying it's everything he said it was going to be. But there's, there's giants there. And in, in our eyes, we're grasshoppers to them. The, the grasshopper mentality is the fleshly mentality. It's the, we can't do this in our flesh. Look at our budget. We've only got a million four in the bank. And, you know, we've only got this building. And maybe it's worth two million. And that's, and that's all that we have. 
All the woman of Zarephath, the widow of Zarephath had was a pot of oil. And we've got at least that much. We've got a pot of oil. And right now, right now we're looking at it as a container. But there's going to be a time when the Lord's going to say, I want you to pour it out. Now's the time. I'm asking you, please, please don't, don't flip a switch on and off in this season. And say, Lord, I believe, but I, okay, well, I'm tired now. It didn't happen. Well, okay, I believe. Okay, evangelist in town. Okay, I, I believe. My faith is up. Well, it still didn't happen. Well, they made another call. Well, we submitted another letter. It, it didn't happen. You, you can't do that. We have to keep moving forward in faith. And that's the way it has to happen with everybody, everybody in this place. Praise God. If I could just tell you what's in this place, there is something so thick and powerful and mighty in this place. And he's going to find himself a widow. He's going to find himself a widow. I want you to stand to your feet one more time. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I'm going to tell you, the Lord has told me to do this four or five times. And I don't, I don't do it as if I'm above or as if I'm in control or anything like that. I defer to the bishop right now but he told me to keep the microphone and he told me to do that because he believes that what's happening is right but I, I'm going to tell you this and I do this I do this with great humility and I do this with caution but I feel a word of the Lord on me right now for my bishop this man should never have to preach seven nights a week If the Lord doesn't want him to. Now I know he wants to. But financially. He has given his whole life. To the kingdom of God. And we're about to pray a prayer over him right now. That the Lord would open up the windows of heaven. And raise up people all across this country. That'll say I don't know why. But the Lord woke me up and told me to send you X amount of dollars a week or X amount of dollars a month. I feel it right now. I feel it coming up in my legs right now. And I don't want to, I don't want to embarrass him, to humiliate him or whatever, but I feel this on me, Bishop. I want you to stretch your hands up here and I want to pray, I want you to pray for him. And I want you to release something in the atmosphere in the name of Jesus. And I pray, Lord, that you would raise up. Men and women like you did for the prophets of old. In the name of the Lord God, if you've got to raise up widows. If you've got to raise up people, Lord, that he's never even heard their name. I pray in the name of the Lord God that you would release something upon him. That he would see his greatest days of blessing and prosperity. Oh Lord God, that the coffers of heaven and the windows of heaven would be opened unto him. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that wealth would flow into his hands. I pray, Lord God, that you would make him a distributor of wealth. In these last days, in the name of Jesus, let your anointing, let the anointing of prosperity, Lord, come upon him, Lord, not only to release it in churches, but let it be released upon his head. Let it be released, O oh Lord God, upon his family in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ.
If you believe that the Lord has heard us and you believe it's going to come to pass, would you clap your hands unto the Lord and would you shout to God with a voice of triumph? In the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus, amen. Praise God. Now, if that was out of order, he can take care of me later. Praise God. But I, I believe it's the will of God for him to be able to go when the Lord says to go. And if the Lord tells him to sit home for three months, that's exactly what he needs to be able to do. If the Lord tells him to preach seven days a week, then so be it. But if the Lord don't tell him to preach but twice a year, then so be it. Amen. Praise God. And in light of that, I, the bucket is right here. And if you want to sow into that, feel free to do that. I, uh, I do want the bishop to come. And he can do whatever he wants to do. He can say whatever he wants to say. He don't have to preach a message, but he can preach two hours if he wants to. I was being obedient to him. I told him, I said, I wasn't trying to take it from, from you. I was trying to get our faith up because this morning we struggled a little bit. And he said, no, you got it. You got it. You got it. So I was being obedient to him, but I want him to come and talk to us. Thank you, Brother Nichols. This is what I feel like the Lord told me. Um. One night I was in church, and uh, I turned to a man and I said, the Lord wants you to just respond in worship. And he just sat there, and I said, sir, did, did you understand me? God wants you to respond in worship. He's sitting on the second pew in middle aisle. And... Um, he finally looked at me and said, I don't think that's necessary. And I, I said, well, is there anybody here that would respond? And there was a visitor there that night. Him, this man and his wife had driven. They heard I was going to be there. They drove three or 400 miles to be in that service. <clears throat> and that, that man stood up and he said, sir, if that man don't want the blessing, can I have it? I said, absolutely. I said, as a matter of fact, uh, tomorrow, wherever you work, and uh, I asked him what he'd done. He told me, and I said, well, in the morning, you get up and drive to the places that have you shut out. He was a salesman. And uh, he had called on several places, and they did not respond. They would not allow him or did not respond to his call for sales. And I said, in the morning, you go to those places, and from wherever you're, where you work or where you're trying to do this, I said, go to each one of those places, and when you get there, uh, get out of your car and just dance in their parking lot. 
Now, I'm not telling you to do that. Let me tell you what happened. The next morning at 7 o'clock, he was at this place where he had tried to sail and could not sail. And he got out of his car and he said, God, they're probably going to arrest me. And he started dancing. And he danced. And then he, he looked at the building and he saw some curtains. And then he closed back. And then he kept looking. And if you miss another room, a curtain opened up and then it closed back. They were watching him. And he got in his car and he drove to another place. And he got out and he danced in the parking lot. And he danced until he thought he was going to fall out. And then to another place. And then about lunchtime, he got a phone call from his boss. And his boss said, where are you? He said, well, right now I'm in New Orleans. He said, what are you doing? He said, well, right now I'm just dancing. He said, have you lost your mind? He said, I have received several calls. He said, well, are, are you going to fire me? He said, well, well, actually, no. You've been the lowest on sales for years in the whole company. And all of a sudden, the, the orders are coming in so fast He said, I've never seen this happen in my life. And he went from the bottom for years. In eight hours, he went to number one in sales and remained that way for years. Every place that he danced in their parking lot He told me, he said, Brother Bourne, it happened in such a fashion I, I could not believe. Now, I'm not telling you that that's what you got to do, but there's somebody here that may need to do that. You having problems with sales? You might want to visit some of those places that you've been trying to sell. You say, well, Brother Bourne, I, I would be arrested. That's what he thought he was going to be. But instead of being arrested, he arrested everything that was against him. Oh, dear Lord, how mercy. And so, uh, what seems like an impossibility, God wants to wake up something where you're concerned. I'm telling you, uh, this is what the Holy Ghost told me to say. And I challenge you. You say, well, I, I, I can't do that, Brother Bourne. I, I have a hard enough time shouting in church. Uh, for me to go out in the parking lot where I work. Well, some of you wouldn't be no problem because it, no one's there anyway. 
Oh, Lord. Am I talking to anybody? Is there anybody that needs to sell something? Maybe sell yourself. Uh, did you stand because you need to sell something? Hey, sir, sir, tomorrow, tomorrow, you go to those houses that you need to sell and dance in front of the house. I know you think I've lost my mind. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Has God lost his ability to do it? No, he hadn't lost his ability. And um, This is not the only guy that needs to do this, so the Lord told me there's probably five people here that uh, we can't hardly get you to dance here, much less go in front of Barnes and Noble. What's some of the businesses that you would need to go to? <laughs> That's what I thought. How about you, sir? Sir. A am I green? Not knowing what I'm talking about? Somebody right over here. I don't know who it is. Boy. If you could go from making 20,000, I'm just going to throw a figure out there. I don't know what 20,000 is not much unless you're making less. <laughs> but if you want to double what you're making, who said I do? You a salesman? Do taxes. Where do you work? Would you go and dance in front of that place?
somebody in one of those buildings says, that's that salesman that's been coming by here. And uh, we had to ask him to leave because we didn't have nothing. He had nothing to sell us. He had something to sell them. It just didn't respond that way. But when God got through, hallelujah, when God got through with his response, God honored his effort. <clears throat> well, I, I still believe it that way. The response sometimes uh, has to come from down deep inside us. Well, you ought to be quiet if you want to. You say, Brother Warren, we come here to release our emotions. And we don't have to go out on the job. Uh, they think you're crazy for coming here. But um, when you get out on a job and you start doing it, and they may fire you, but God is going to open up something better for you. I know years ago I, I needed a truck and trailer and uh, I talked to the man about it and he told me how many thousand dollars he wanted and, and I didn't even have one of those. And uh, I got my brother and we went over to where it was sitting and uh, I went around rubbing my hand all upside the truck all the way around and touched the hitch and the tires. And my brother said, what are you doing? I said, I need this, and I don't have the money to get it. And so I'm anointing it. And I went round and around that truck and trailer. And he said, you think that'll work? I said, well, I think I'm going to try it. And at 9 o'clock that night, the man called and he said, Sir, do you want the truck and the trailer? And I said, Well, yes, sir. He said, Well, this is how much I want. Uh, you need to let me know something pretty quick. I said, Well, yes, sir, I want it. You just consider it sold. I went back out there and I said, Maybe I didn't go around it enough. And I took my oil and I... I've known it the bumper, and I've known it all the tires. And I said, God, these tires are going to travel a long way, so you've got to keep these tires. And I've known it the hood. I said, everything under this hood's got to, got to last me. And, I, and um, 10 o'clock, the man calling back, he said, I, I thought you was coming. I said, well, I am. He said, uh, you going to pay for it? I said, Absolutely. And when I hung up, my wife said, you know, you telling that man you're going to pay for that. What are you going to pay for it with? I said, well, i got to go back out there again. <laughs> and then at 11 o'clock, the man called, and he said, well, when are you going to come get your truck and trailer? And I said, well, um, 
probably in the morning. He said, you can come on and get it now. I, I, someone just called me and told me it was, they wanted to pay for that truck and trailer. And I said, I'll be right over. I'll be right over. Oh, Lord. Then, you know, in my travels, you, you need the tires to last. And so I, I anointed the tires on my vehicle, and I said, God, uh, you got to make these last now. You know, 40,000 miles is not enough. And um, this man in church uh, bought a new truck, and he called me and said, Brother Bourne, uh, how many miles you got on them tires on your truck? I said, 135,000 miles. He said, I want them tires on my truck. I said, well, you'll have to change them out. He said, I'm going to give you these off of this brand new truck I just bought, and I want them tires on my truck. I said, well, come get my truck. I'm not taking it to you. And I'm not paying for you changing them out. And I want them balanced. <laughs> oh, Lord. I think God can let tires last and motors last and cars run. keep looking for someone and apparently they're not here. Mercy. Well, I'm not going to stay up here forever. I'm, I'm going to quit here in a minute. But uh, if, if you don't have what you need from God, it's going to be your own fault because God's given you the way to get it tonight. You've worshipped and that's beautiful. But it's going to be a little bit different when you walk into a parking lot. And you look at all the windows. You look up and down the street and then you pat your foot. Oh, mercy. I, I still believe God will do it. Yeah. <clears throat> what, what do you need from God? Okay, bless your business. You know, 
I was at a place and this, this guy, he, he come to me and said, Brother Warren, I, uh, I want to get into the landscaping business. And I said, well, how, how, how would you respond if God would do it? He, he had an old wore out truck, and a couple of rakes and old. And um, I told him to dance and he did. And he got violent. I thought he was going to hurt himself and someone else before he settled down. But then I was back there five months later, and he had five trucks. Fifteen people. And he had more work than he could handle. And that's what God wants to do with this young man. may think I'm wild, and I am, and if I wouldn't bump an 80, I'd probably cut up like that young man's cutting up, but since I can't, I'm going to let him do it again for me. This is for me. This is for me. cut up like this dude's cutting up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
guess you can. Oh, hallelujah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me tell you, if y'all knew how happy I am that I can walk. And without a crutch. Since I left home last week, I've, I've driven, I believe, 1,600 miles and um, got that much more to go before I go back home. And uh, I go down the road and I say, God, let the strength stay with me and I'll just keep on going. You guys want it? What do you do? I sell online. Sir? I sell stuff online. Sell stuff online? Yeah, online accessories. Uh, what do you sell? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't have to say that. Mostly anything and everything, but I've been selling pictures, digital pictures online. <laughs> Done, you hadn't even scratched the surface yet. I want to say, first of all, just two people. I want him to stay right here because unless he says he's done, he's not done yet. I'm not trying to boss him around. I just don't feel like he's done yet. But I do know four people that have not yet responded on that sales call. I know four people. I, I can call you out, but you can either, you can, I'm not going to, but unless he tells me to. But you're, your sales can be really good or it can be mind blowing. So that's that's number one. And why why you're thinking about why you're thinking about whether you're gonna respond, okay? And I wasn't even thinking about you, so that's number five. And I wasn't thinking about John, so that's number six, but I still know four. There's one right there. All right. And and there's there's more, maybe even in the media booth, but I 
I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what I heard go through my mind just a minute ago, John. This is what I heard go right through my mind. And I turned around and said it to Pastor Jackson. I said, that boy is going to mess up and become a millionaire. I heard it. I got one more thing. Listen. And Nigel, Nigel, come come here. Listen. When you come out of there, he celebrates everybody. I told, I told him twice, stand up here. I said, my word, I love that guy. He's, I mean, he's over there celebrating. Next thing I know, he's over here celebrating. I'm like, what is going on? But I tell you, when you was over there, you come out and you was dancing with, with Adam. I, I can't, I'm not going to try to interpret this, explain it or whatever. But I just, I just heard the word wealth. It's just... Somebody ought to celebrate with him. Rejoice with them that rejoice. Oh my God, I feel it now. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, I heard it plain as day, and I saw it, Nigel. I'm not going to try to explain it, but it's a done deal. That's, I, it's just done. Like it's done. It's just a matter of time now. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Because this man and his wife are going to bless the kingdom. That's why. Oh, my Lord. I feel it from my head to my toe. Now, I'm going to tell you, your son texted me just a moment ago. Brother Romy. And he's watching. And this is what he said. And and this is the way I'm going to put it to you. You have to be careful in moments like this because even though you may not physically say it or physically do it, sometimes you can push back in your spirit and the Lord say, I saw that. But he said there's somebody that's pushing back in that service that said in their mind, if the Lord would do this for me, I would give 20% above my tithe. But at the same time, their spirit pushed back against it because they can't believe it. Yes, sir. Just be careful, please. And I'm telling you, if he said it, it happened. I believe it. I got confidence in it. All right? So, now, we're not going to put a damper on things. But you got to get your spirit. Get your spirit in alignment, please. Get your spirit in alignment. I'm telling you, he's not done. He's not done. The Lord ain't tired. He might be. 
<laughs> but the Lord ain't tired. Now, I got one out of the three. Come on over here. And I know who the other three are. Uh, there's the other two. There's two more. And there's one more. And the reason he's not coming is because, is because uh, there he is right there, is because he's, in his mind, he's like, well, my Lord, I explode every 10 minutes. He can't be talking to me. And then here's Sam. He sells roofs, exterior things for homes. John, just come on back over here. Adam, just come back over here. Okay, well, I'm not, we're not going to come for her. Oh, okay. Come on up. All right. And Grayson, I can't explain this, okay? But I was, you stood up just a moment ago, and I, I can't explain it, okay? I know you work for him, and I know that's sales. But, but there's sales in your future, too. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but I'm telling you, it's coming. I don't know where it is. It ain't going to compete with him, so I just want to make that clear. <laughs> but, it, but if you receive that, just come. Is anybody, is anybody over here from Hope? Where's the salespeople? Anybody sell anything? There's the five. He said at least five, okay? And, and there's a bunch more than this up here, Okay. Come on up, my daughter-in-law. Yeah. I didn't want to embarrass her. And Madeline and Christy, Sister Christy. I'm, I'm waiting. Sister Charlie, you up here? Okay. Why are you looking all sheepish? Bye. Anybody? All right. Look, look at this. Look. It's contagious now. Listen, folks. He's going to do what he's going to do. But when you do this, whenever you do what he's asking you to do, from this moment, you're releasing something in the atmosphere. You're releasing a measure of faith. That's the only way I know how to explain it. And the Lord, the Lord will bring it to you. Don't get frustrated by what you see with your eyes. This is a release of faith. Now, I'm, I'm done for now. What's, what's your name? God just told me that he's going to bring you straight up. In fact, I, I, I don't know how it would happen, but I see you owning a multiple of things. A multiple of things. Starting out with a connection where you are. It, I'm trying to be cautious, but uh, I know that 
you worked back there in that back. And I kept looking for you because I wanted to tell you this face to face. And I couldn't find you, and I thought you'd done went down to McDonald's or something. No, 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 I didn't think that. Um, but God wants to take you so far up that the company will be looking for you. You say, we, we want him. And you'll say, why should I go with you? You come with me. That's, that's what God's showing me. And um, you all might think I'm crazy, but uh, the ability to become the greatest giver in the church is right there. And it's not just him only. So this, the Lord said, uh, a dime's worth of these nickels. <laughs> so that'd be both of them. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Um, this one's kind of like me. He's kind of reserved. But they're fixing to lay that down for about five minutes. Hmm. I, I, I want y'all to join hands, you and your brother, and walk walk across here as far as you can walk. you got your education for, but God's going to take you beyond that. Hallelujah. God's going to do it. God's going to do it. I don't know.
Lord have mercy. Any of you ladies believe that it'll happen whatever you ask for in your mind? He's already promised you last time I was here. Just worship the Lord because he's already done it. 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 According to your faith. According to your faith. That's what the Lord told me to tell you. According to your faith. I have another word. It's crazy what is happening in this service. Okay, this is, this is not the word, but I do want you to know this. Brother, Brother Bromeborn 
just texted me and said there's people all at the home church that's watching and they got stuff that needs to sell and they got houses that need to sell and they're going tomorrow to dance on all their stuff. <laughs> Brother Borny said it's going to happen. <laughs> now here's the word. <laughs> Listen, Brother Shelton just called me. And he said, I've been trying to get the live stream to come up, but I'm driving and it won't come up and I can't get the, the stinking thing to play. And he said, but the Lord spoke to me and he said, I don't know what's happening in that building right now. But he said, listen, the Lord said that tonight something's not going to be broken. It's going to be destroyed forever. That's not all of it, but go ahead and shout. Listen. Just wait a minute. I want to, I want him to hear it. Just go ahead and do what you do for a second. what was happening there Jesus name with him I believe that yes sir no okay <laughs> so brother Shelton said you tell greater faith this is some of the most fertile soil that you can sow into and he said there's a handful of people that if they will sow significantly into this tonight. Now, he didn't know y'all had already sown. But he said, I keep seeing that widow of Zarephath with that little pot of oil in her hand. Listen, don't you tell me the Holy Ghost don't know what he's doing. And he, listen. And he said... There's some people have been holding on to that pot of oil. And he said, they're doing well, but they just can't get it out of the container. And he said, the Lord said, if they will turn that pot over tonight and sow it into this, that the Lord is going to destroy everything that's holding back. And he is going to bless them beyond what they could ever fathom. That's a little less praise there because then that puts the responsibility on us. But does anybody believe we're in the middle of a prophetic moment right now? Oh, hallelujah. Somebody ought to praise him. Woo. 
So he said, he said, I do not, I do not know what this means, but he said, I keep seeing 10,000, 10,000, 10,000, 10,000, 10,000. He said, I see it going over and over and over here in my truck going down the road. He said, I see it going over. All I'm trying to tell you is if you doubt this kind of stuff, I can't help you. If you doubt it in this atmosphere right here, this, this whole, that's right, God can't even help you. If this whole night, this whole night has been about broadening, expanding, stretching, getting your mind, come on, get out of the weeds. Quit letting your mind and the devil control what happens in your life. Well, you're just up there trying to make somebody rich. Oh, come on, man. Come on. Lord, have mercy. You got a man that's given his life to this right here, to this. So, Father, whoever they are, I pray that you'd speak, God. In, in people's minds, Lord, I know they're thinking, my Lord, we got Christmas for Christ and we've got global missions and we got faith promise and that we got Christmas coming up and I need a vacation. But you own the cattle of a thousand hills and something is about to be released in people's lives when they're obedient. Lord, they're about to be obedient to you in the name of Jesus and what's happening here one is not greater than the other. Sowing into the bishop, sowing into Christmas for Christ, sowing into global missions, faith promise, the building fund, the renovation, the tithes of the offering. Lord God, it's all the same. It's kingdom. It's kingdom for you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that you give somebody the faith to be obedient to you in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Praise God. I was having a moment up here because my sons were being ministered to and Brother Shelton was calling me and I knew he was calling me for a reason and I'm answering the phone, I'm trying to listen to that and I'm like, I can't hear you, I can't hear you and I hung up and he calls back and the place is going bonkers and then I'm going bonkers up here and I'm screaming in the phone and whatever. But this is something, This is you're, you're witnessing the power of the kingdom of God that goes right through those cameras that is affecting people in Houston, Texas and their faith... Their faith is going up. Those are people we're going to heaven with. I think there's a song. I'm not, I bet Sister Sue could tell us the words. I can't remember the words, but it's, it's talking about the stories we're going to tell to one another and we're going to share when we get over yonder. We, we're going we're gonna to dance and shout and all that kind of stuff, but we're going to tell these stories of how we made it over. Mandates my eye. I'm fixing to slap a mandate on the devil. It's going to go like this. Devil, I declare you defeated. I declare you bound up. Put a mask on it, devil, in the name of Jesus.
I bet if we wait just a minute, the Lord will tell him something else. <laughs> oh. Here's what I love. Here's what I love. And I, I will say this, and this is a preface to what I'm going to say, but my wife and I have been, we have been careful. Careful, don't go anywhere. We have been careful, I'm closing, to let our kids as they were growing up be part of, just be part of the church. We've never tried to tout them as the champions of the church and we've never tried to, we've, we've let them grow up in the body. We've let them earn their way. And so I say this about them as well as everybody else. The pastor always knows the backstory. He knows the struggle. He knows the work ethic. He knows the life they live. I'm saying this about everybody that's been ministered to today, but my, my sons and my daughter-in-law are part of that too. And I say this about them. The pastor knows. I've had conversations with all these people up here. I know Paul said, I can't remember how he worded it, but I, I believe it's in First or Second Timothy. But he said, you have known me and my manner of life. Well, I know these people's manner of life. And it doesn't make them better than anybody else. If you weren't one that was, you know, this wasn't your particular, like you weren't called out or something like that. It doesn't mean that these people are better than y'all. But what I'm saying is to see, and I want to see it for everybody, to see them ministered to like this and to see the Lord speaking to them, I'm like, absolutely. Absolutely. The Lord and I know the backstory on all these people. I was sitting up here in this chair just maybe 15, 20 minutes ago, and I just kept saying it over and over God, I want to see it for these people. I want to see it for these people. I want to see it for everybody. I want to see you blessed and highly favored. I, I want to see you blessed and, you know, you're going in and you're coming out. I want to. I want to see you in green pastures and beside still waters and because you've endured the valley of the shadow of death and he has not left you. He's been right there with you. I want to, I want to see you blessed exponentially. I want to see the Lord multiply your careers and your dollars and, and your families. I want to see it for everybody. I promise you that. I just This does, does my heart good up here and I'm like Lord let's bring all of them up here let's, let's give all of them a word God surely you speak something to all of them but tonight this is what it was but this is what I know about the word when the word is spoken to one even though it may not be directly to you if you receive it as if that's my word that applies to me if you receive it that way it's the same word
Brother Shelton sent me another text. He said, they have given, they have given, and they have given straight into the ground. I'm assuming that's good ground yet again. Yeah, tonight. Straight into the ground yet again and unlock heaven. Unlock heaven. Unlock heaven. This is about unlocking heaven. This is about releasing from heaven into the earth beyond what mortal man can explain and destroying the work work of the moth, the canker worm, the palmer worm forever strike the ground yet again. Yet again. He's saying We, we, got, we got four men of God that are prophesying straight into this service. One of them's on the road. The other one's from Houston. Yeah. This is why, this is why we can't let up. We can't let up on prayer. We can't give away one service. This morning and tonight, pre-service prayer. That's the greater faith I know. That's the greater faith I know. If it's anything less than that, it becomes laborious. So we have to have that. And that has released this. See what I mean? Okay. So, Bishop, you done? Okay. Y'all don't want him to be done, do you? <laughs> All right. Uh, LC, Tuesday night he'll be in the house. Hope, Wednesday night he'll be in the house.